What's up, ladies and gentlemen? And welcome to another episode of the Time Lightman Podcast. And the subject matter is how poetry found me. I hope that your day has been good. Once of all, I want to, first of all, I want to thank you all for joining this podcast. I hope that you find it encouraging and inspiring and that you get out and pursue your dreams, your passions, and your goals with the understanding of anything can be achieved if it's believed and you put forth the efforts to make it happen. I've written and published 10 books. I'm working on my last series now, which is a six-volume series. And I've been writing for over 20 years. And I just come up with the title of how poetry found me due to the simple fact that I passed, my mom passed away and I had to figure out how to deal with my life and poetry came about and I talk about it through the podcast um, episodes that I have and I'm currently just trying to figure out how to get through the process of writing and completing the work that I've done up to this point. But I want to talk to you today about peace or pieces and what that simply means is are you at peace with your life or is your life in pieces? And I want to talk about if you understand if your life is in pieces, you have to understand how to put it together so that you could be at peace. And my whole thing is when I look at my life, I kind of considered it to be in pieces. When I got onto the journey of trying to discover my goals and my ambitions and my desires, I didn't quite, in the beginning, understand the formula for that. I had so many things that I wanted to prove in my life. There's so much I wanted to do with my life. But I realized that my life was in pieces I was trying to connect all these dots to the overall ingredients that I needed to make to make this cake in order to best help my family. And I just wanted to ask you, are you finding the right materials? Are you finding the right people to help you take your life from pieces to peace? And when you think about the pieces that you have how are you trying to put that together? And if you're putting it together, are you doing it with ease or is it coming with difficulty? And initially when I started out trying to do my journey, when you're young, you don't really think of pieces. You just think of what I need to do to get to the next stage of my life. My mom would always say, don't rush. But she didn't know that my overall mission was to provide for her, to give her a better life. And this journey that I was taking was really difficult, ladies and gentlemen. And you got to think about when you're chasing a dream, how difficult is this thing supposed to be? Number one, when you initially chase a dream, and this is what I didn't know in the past, is that you can't do it by yourself. 
but I was trying to do it by myself. I was proceeding as if I could do it by myself. I was under the impression that I had to do it by myself and that no one else could see my dream but me. And therefore, I concluded that I needed to do it by myself. But those things have consequences because when you try to do it by yourself, that means that you're saying that you don't need to network or find connections to other people that may have the same dreams and desire that you have. You just want to get out here and do it on your own. And you don't come with the necessary tools and equipment to help you with that. When you are going out here in the world and you're going to mix and mingle with the society of the world, the first thing that you got to do in order to solve the pieces part of it, you got to find out what is your real dream in the midst of all that. Me, I wanted to be a basketball player. And I worked really, really hard at the game when we played street ball. But there was always somebody better than me. And, and I couldn't understand how somebody could be better than me when I'm out here practicing all this time. But I realized that that person that was in front of me worked a little bit harder than I did. I had to regroup, go back out, get more competitive, and hoping that I could grow in the interim to become the basketball player that I thought I could be in my mind. But the only problem was is where I live, we have one high school. And when you have one high school, all the talent that's in that city goes to that one high school. And you have to stand out among all of those, your peers and the guys that are upperclassmen just so that you can be noticed in that group. The first time I tried out was JV. No, take that back. In junior high school, middle school, junior high school, I tried out. and I was doing pretty good, at least in my mind, I thought I was. And there was a guy that was shorter than me. He couldn't run faster than me. He couldn't jump higher than me. And I, I didn't think that he could out-hustle me. But throughout the course of practice, when you have your heart set on something so much, you go back and you realize you didn't make the team and that kind of hurts hurts you a little bit. But you have to understand why you have to regroup from that. You can't be defeated by that. You got to, if your goal is to make the basketball team, then sometimes if you're able to do that, then that's fine. But the goal has to be higher than just making it so that if you fall within the group of people that they're picking, you've done something to make it. But the goal has to be higher. Like, you want to make the basketball team, but that's not really good. What position do you want to make the basketball team? What do you see as a weakness on the basketball team that you need to, that you're going to try out for that that coach could be looking for? And I and I really couldn't pick this up, and there was nobody telling me. Even though you play street ball, street ball is purely instinct, developing the skills, being aware of the environment, and just playing, making sure that you're a great shooter, a great rebounder, and that you're constantly trying to be persistent about that defeated and deflated is how I felt about it the other guys that I knew they made the basketball team and they were talented I just think that my thing was I'm thinking that nobody wants to help me so I got to go back out regroup and do it again and then I was thinking well how can I help my mom 
she always tell me to do the best that you can and she'll support you or support me and my brothers, sisters, no matter what. And that, that that's a comfort for you. But when you're looking to be a provider for something or you're looking to accomplish a goal, you got to take these pieces and put them together so they can make this power, complete this puzzle so that you can say that you are on your way. Because if the pieces are still scattered about, then it doesn't really help you in terms of trying to make it. Now, in the interim, I'm not really thinking about money or finance. I'm just thinking about how can I accomplish this goal. I was a pretty decent student in school. I wasn't that A-lister, but I did okay. But my mind was always spinning on what can I do to help my mom. And I'm pretty sure that if you are successful or you got parents or somebody that believes in you, you're probably not have this thing because they just tell you find what you want to do in life and if you find it get out and do it and you'll be okay and you have to always be on that level you got to always think of what can I do on this level to make people realize that this is what I really want to do I regroup go back out again this time I'm in high school and I try for the junior varsity team and the coach that was there was a pretty tough coach mentally and Everybody that tried out for the team, a lot of people had fear. Not necessarily fear to beat you up, but the fear of like how he coaches and, and do things. And I didn't make it once again. And this time I'm frustrated because, I mean, I hustle really hard and I could jump really good and could rebound pretty well. I was shooting okay, but I knew why I didn't make it. Fear. That's the number one drawback to all things. Fear. The coach gets to screaming, gets to saying that you can't do this, you can't do that, and fear sets in. Because now it's a level of inadequacy. And you can't feel that way. You cannot let another human being detract from the fact that you got to do something. But that happens. Now these pieces seem to be scattered about. I can't seem to make heads or tails of them, right? And you got to know that you got to keep staying in the battle no matter what. You got to keep telling yourself that, man, all this stuff is scattered about. Don't look like I get a chance to make the basketball team. Now I'm surrendering. Now I'm not believing in myself. Now I'm not thinking that what I needed to do is going to work and I'm not growing at the rate that I wanted to grow and get to the point where I don't think I'll be able to help my mom, right? Just when you're in high school, you have all these things that comes at you. But I still don't give up. You got to go back. So I went back my 11th grade year. Fear is less. I'm working harder and I begin to make, and I make the squad. But making the squad... If that's what it's all about, then it means nothing because now you want to play. You got to go in thinking this way from the beginning. And that's why you have like so many young athletes today that understand their role and understand what they need to do. And the game is elevated. A lot of them want to play. And if you put 12 superior athletes on the team and the coach is only playing seven, then other five are frustrated because they want to play. But if you got five that just want to be on the team, then it doesn't really matter. But you got to want to play. You got to want to 
fill that void that makes that look like you really want to be there. And if you really want to be there, then what comes up from that is a development of now that I'm on here, how do I achieve player playing time? Now, the other guys that make the team before you, they're already pegged to be the starters or the people off the bench and all that. And you have to try to get into that any way that you can. And when these coaches give you an opportunity to do that, you got to always make sure that you're ready. You can't go out on the court or the football field or the game of life and not be ready. You just got to always be prepared because you never know when your number's going to be called. Once you, once that number is called, now you have to showcase your talents and the reason that you're there. Because even when you play any kind of sport, the coaches are still about one thing. They're about winning. Sometimes it's never really to teach a lesson because they don't have time. But they want to have a winning squad so that the school can be reflective in that they are winners. And being a winner means that when you touch a court or when you touch a book or when you touch a stage or when you touch anything, that you're prepared to make these people out here realize what the gift and the talent that you have, what it's all about. And if you're not putting your mind frame on that level automatically, then when you get there, once you hit something that's subpar in your presentation, then it's all downhill for you because you're going to let yourself spiral out of control because you weren't ready. The main thing you want to do is to be ready. And when you're making yourself available to be ready, when your number is called, there's no need for panic. There's no need for fear because now you are in that mode of I'm here to prove that I deserve to be here. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll come back for part two in a moment. I just want to take this brief break to tell you about my books. Um, I have 10 books published. There are two different series. One is Time Enlightenment and the other one is Soul Splitting. It's a five-volume series for each one. And this is about me writing about my life after the loss of my mother and how I managed to write my brain into clarity about the situation that I was confronted with, my brothers and sisters were confronted with, and how I had to deal with that. Now, these book takes you on an amazing journey. It takes you from the very first piece that I wrote, which is titled, Here We Go. And from that title alone, I take you through a journey of up and down emotions, or things about inspiration, things about that which is divine, things that is all beyond time, things that are in time, the women that were friends of mine. I take you on a journey. And it's a journey that as you proceed through each book, you find a journey of enlightenment that comes along with the time and the perspective that I had to look at my life, how I had to look at what loss mean, how I had to look at how to overcome that loss and how I just kind of put myself in a place of just trying to be successful. So I encourage you to take the journey with me. If you're asking me where you need to start, start with the very first book titled Time Enlightenment Series, Volume 1. And from there, you can kind of see if it's worth your time and attention to move to the second one. I know that it's worth your time and attention. I know that when you review it, there'll be something in there that you can identify with. And I want to strongly, strongly encourage you guys to please go to Amazon and type up my name, Leroy Fleming. And when you type up my name, you will see the books displayed on there for you to be able to take the journey with me. 
I also have two websites, each displaying the books for each series. Um, the first website is www.timelightenment.biz. From there, you can log on to the website. You can buy the hardback copy. And on my website only for the Tom Lightman series, you can only order the ebooks through there. So if you don't want to get that physical copy, you can also get the, you, you can get that ebook and take the journey on your Kindle or whatever computer piece you may have. And then there's my second website, which is Soul Splitting, which is www.soulsplitting.biz. There you can see though that series displayed. You can order the book. You can click on the website, and the website will take you to Amazon as well. And you and from there you can get the physical copy, and you or you can get the ebook on when you click on my website, and it'll take you to Amazon. I'm very interested for you to take that journey. It'll be a journey that I know you will enjoy. It'll be a journey that'll move you emotionally. It'll be a journey that'll get you motivated about your life. It'll be a journey to get you to understand the value of time. And I thank you for that. Get it. Enjoy it. And if you also just send me a comment and let me know what you think. Now back to the story. When I made the team, I prepared myself for this journey. I prepared myself for letting my mom know, letting my brothers and sisters know, and then just trying to work at, trying to be successful. And I felt that the pieces were coming together. Fast forward, I made the high school team. I felt that the pieces was coming together. And then normally what you do when you play basketball, you're hoping that you can get someone to come out, take a look at you, get a scholarship somewhere, work on your game even more, and take you even further. Well, that didn't happen for me. But I managed to go to Alabama State University. And when I got there, I felt the pieces coming together. We played intramural basketball. And then I tried out for the Alabama State University basketball team. Didn't make it. And now the pieces seem to be falling apart. But the one thing I want to say is that I knew I went to school to get a college degree for my mom. Because when I went there, this is the goal that I set. And then when I be honest with you, I think about basketball wasn't the primary goal because if it was, I would have went straight to the university and said, Coach, I want to try for your team. I went there thinking, my mom believes in me and I want to get this degree. It would be nice if I could play basketball to help with the financing and all that. But nonetheless, I want to get that degree. Now my life is still in pieces. But I'm working hard every day and I'm putting these pieces together so that I can have peace. While I'm at the university, I feel like I'm doing pretty good. I was able to compete at the level that my mental abilities would allow me to compete. And I was never in competition with any of my peers or my colleagues, anybody. I was just trying to get that degree for my mom. Fast forward, I get it. And then I realized that this was part of the overall process for me. Everything that I wanted to do was for her. How many of you got somebody you want to do something for while they're here? How many of you are taking the necessary steps to make that a reality and not have to worry about what you did not do, but concentrate on what you're able to do? 
I finished. I gave her the degree. But then I added something else. I said, Mom, I got more I got to do. The pieces are still there. And I'm thinking about these pieces, about what I wanted to do for her in rapid mode. I just really feel that now I finished college and the money is supposed to come in. Just because you have a college degree, that doesn't mean that the money is going to come in. If you're not thinking outside the box, if you're not adding value, and if you're not trying to network with people that will be in a position to help advance your career, then you're going to have to struggle once again. Enter me once again, struggling all over again. Now i got to put these pieces together. But the overall puzzle was about me being able to help my mom. And I, day and night, pursuing it, just trying to think about what it means to do that. Now, I was having fun with my life, too. I wasn't trying to shy away from, you know, dating women or going out to the entertainment world just to see how that was. And at the time when I was in Atlanta, it was beautiful. I loved everything about it. It was, it was like magical to me to just get out there, keep my mind aware of my environment and just enjoy the time and the people that I was around at that time. I wouldn't trade nothing for it. But the dream, the dream superseded all that. And I had to find a way to make it work. In Atlanta, there was just so much opportunity. And like I said before in previous podcasts, it's nothing like it is now. Now, man, it's just crazy with opportunities. When I was there, I think it was just starting out, but it was still an opportunity if you could find the right connection and find the right people and the right motivation to get things done. And you have to also be careful of wolves, too. Because there are people that talk a good game, but will not be able to help you one iota. But if they can get what you got in your pocket, then they're going to do that. But you can chalk it up as a learning experience. You just have to be aware of what people actually want to do for you. Now, the level. I'm still in pieces. And I'm trying to figure out how to get peace. But to really get true peace, I had to accomplish all these goals for my mom that I had set out to do and it doesn't seem like it was making any progress then I think well let me relocate once again to now put that cap on it put these put pieces together and then everything will change well everything did change she passed away now I can't tell you this state of mind I know I wasn't at peace I know I was in pieces I couldn't understand how it went from me dreaming to her leaving. Me aspiring, me crying. Those things don't mix for, they don't make a happy pie. They don't make the puzzle right, but it's all a part of life. Now, here's what the lesson is. I didn't do all that I set out to do. Life had to make me realize that. Mentally, I had to fight that. And your journey is going to be the same way. But if you are achieving them, if you're making things happen and you got more goals that you need to set and you're attaching them to people, man, work on that. Don't stop. Keep going. And when people tell you to slow down, just say, look, that's for you. But this is what I got to do. Connections, network, friends, same idea, same concept, make things work. I wasn't privy to all that I think I cheated myself but don't you cheat yourself whatever you got to do to make things work you got to network get out there do it make it happen 
The one thing that happened to me was I began to write. And as I proceeded to jot down these thoughts and ideas, spiritually I was blessed to take all that pain out of my brain and put it on paper. Spiritually, I begin to think that life is so much bigger, but it hurts a lot worse when you don't accomplish the things that you want for your family. There was no turning back from that. And you have to understand, whether you go forward or back in life, time doesn't stop. And this is just my main thing. Time is not going to stop. But as I'm writing, right, Anything that's inside is coming out onto this page and I can't slow the pen down. And then I begin to see like those are like concepts that I have, things that can be constructed to teach lessons. You got to be able to understand that if you're frustrated, I'm telling you now, like I'm talking to myself, write about it. It doesn't matter if you turn into a book or not. What it does is take everything that's inside and put it on the outside and you don't harbor that in your mental anymore and it doesn't give you it doesn't keep you in pieces now as I'm writing my mind is turning to a peaceful state my, my dreams and my goals and my, my ambitions all that stuff is still the same but now it's taking it and it's kind of blending it all together where it gets to the point to where I'm achieving peace Still got the dream, still got the goal, still got the aspiration, but peace is what I seek. But now I can go after my dream with more tenacity because now I don't have it associated with anybody that will cause me to lose focus. You got to stay focused like I got to stay focused and you got to be relentless when it comes to pursuing this, especially in the country that we live in, in this land of opportunity. Even in trying times, you still can find a way to get a peace of mind and pursue what you got to pursue until everything clears up. You're working towards something that people think that it may not be accomplishable. But as long as you're working on it and you feel that you can accomplish them, that's the only thing that matters is the reality that you give it, is the weight that you give it, is what you put behind it. It It's what you muster up every day of your life to get out here and pursue and chase and do the things necessary for you to be the person you want to be in life. And in this world, we all want to make sure that our identity is intact with the dreams that we're chasing. You, ladies and gentlemen, are here to do that specific thing. You're here to do this every single day of your life. You're here to obtain a level of peace that's not disturbed by the elements around you or not disturbed by your mind because now you're clear focused. You're walking in the direction you need to go and even though you're going to have waves up and down, you still know that those are just waves and that sooner or later if you stay on the surface, it's going to level out and then you'll find yourself exactly where you need to be. I thank you once again for joining me. I hope that this proves to be inspiration and encouraging. And I hope that you will be able to find peace and not be in pieces. But if you can put the pieces together, then you can obtain peace. I just want to encourage you to go to Amazon, type my name in, Leroy Fleming, and look at my body of work. 
Go ahead and make that purchase on that volume one time lightning series and just begin the journey just to see the journey that I've taken and the journey that you all need to take. And if you do that, I promise you, you'll see that there's change in all of us and that my book can definitely be added to your library and it'll be something that you can definitely cherish and what it adds value to your life. Ladies and gentlemen, Paul, I'm going to leave you with three quotes that I normally use, three quotes that I think is beneficial to mankind and beneficial to your mind. The first one is is by Dr. Napoleon here. He said, if the mind can conceive it and believe it, then the mind can achieve it. The next thing is from Antonio T. Smith Jr. He says, you can't plant better, you can't dominate. That doesn't mean dominating people, that means dominate your environment so that you can accomplish your goals and your dreams. And last but not least, the quote of mine, something that I wrote as well. And it says that life does not require more from me. Life does not require less from me. Life only requires that I maximize my 24 hours. And if I can do that, then rest assured that my dreams can be accomplished. Ladies and gentlemen, if you believe in those quotes, if you understand from pieces to piece, if you understand the journey that it takes to release the energy to achieve the dream, then I think that you and I, we can accomplish all things. Once again, stay focused, stay hungry, stay ambitious, stay encouraging, and stay spiritual on your journey to ultimate success. I hope you like this podcast. If you like it, hear it, share it. You can join me on Anchor FX. Be subscribed and check out everything that I've done over the years. And I appreciate any comp- any comments that you may have, how I can get better and develop it so that we all can end up in a place that we want to be. And that is the level of success. Once again, thank you and have an amazing day. Uh, Talk to you later.